Hello everyone, I'm Oscar Arriaga and welcome to the intro episode for season two of United and Resilient. Today, you're gonna witness a transition of host taking place. I wanted to welcome the original founder and producer of United and Resilient, your host from season one, Mariana Sierra. <laughs> welcome, Mariana. Hi, Oscar. Thank you so much for the invite. No, no, thank you. Always a pleasure to come back to the podcast. I know the listeners are listening and they're saying, yay, she's here. She's back. <laughs> she's here. She's back. No, thank you so much for the opportunity. I always wanted to do something as we were transitioning, so... Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to say a proper goodbye and a proper thank you to the listeners. Of course, you created this podcast. And one of the things that I wanted to ask you is, what was the inspiration um, to creating the podcast? Um, a lot of things. First of all, when you think of the Family Resiliency Center, of course, you think about the services that we cater, that the navigators cater. But one of the things that also the FRC stands up for is education and outreach. So when we were creating the strategy, we were thinking of all the outlets that we could do this, right? We had your traditional marketing, your traditional you know, presentations, tabling, all that kind of stuff. But we were we knew that we had a wider audience. We knew we had a younger audience as well. And we wanted to be innovative with with all the outlets that we could think of. So we thought about, hey, why not do a podcast? And of course, we were in the midst of the pandemic, right? So it was mid-April. Nobody knew what was going on. So we were like, how are we going to do this if like Mariana can no longer go out there and do presentations or do connections in person? How are we going to provide this education to our to our audience to our community and then that's what we thought that a podcast would be the way to go you created a podcast that inspired emotional healing growth an impact to hear to all the people here in the population of el paso our neighboring cities and our neighboring counties providing that great information and advice can you tell us how that seed came about of having a podcast of course well, the first thing, uh, when you think about the podcast and we when we were creating the strategy, we were creating communication strategy, right? So we were thinking about all the outlets that we could provide education and outreach to our audience. So, of course, we had the traditional marketing, the traditional, like, presentations, tabling events, those in-persons, uh, in-person connections. But we were also thinking, how can we go beyond that and how can we be innovative when it comes to education and outreach? So we thought, hey, let's do a podcast because we also understood that we had a wider audience, right? We also had our young adults and we knew that podcasts were very getting very popular. In addition to that, we were in the midst of the pandemic, right? So um, we were thinking, hey, yes, we want to provide it to Education. We want to tell this message of hope to our community, but Mariana can no longer go and give presentations to the community like we used to, right? Because back in April 2020, we didn't know what was going on. So we thought, hey, why not create a podcast? It's a virtual platform where I can go in, talk to professionals, talk to, you know, El Pasoans that can provide this message of hope. In addition to that, um, we knew that and I'm sure you're gonna cross come across this there's an audience that will come to you and will tell you oh yes I remember August 3rd clear as day or I have I have a family member that was there I have a friend that works there I live very close by and they automatically disqualify themselves even though you're listening to their story and you're thinking as an outreach coordinator you're thinking oh my god you qualify let me let me tell you about these services that we have 
but people tend to disqualify themselves. And we knew we needed to provide some sort of outlet where they can, you know, hear this education. And we also understand that podcasts can be very therapeutic. So um, we thought, hey, this, this is for them. And once they're ready, if someone is ready and wants to reach out, they can reach out and they can come to the services that the navigators cater to our community. And what a great medium to use to reach out all the, the population, of course. And I hear that not only did you reach just the people here in El Paso, but also uh, in different states, yeah, even international. Yeah, I have heard that. Can you tell me what other countries you may have reached? It's very wild. I would go into the background of the podcast and see that all of a sudden, like Canada was listening. To- and of course, we would get messages from like listeners and say like, hey, thank you so much for doing this because we were creating a mental health podcast, but it was focused on on this strategy, right? So really when I would, when we were doing our research to see what else was out there, we didn't see something similar like that. Of course, there's podcasts that touch on the subject, but we didn't see that. So it was very wild and it was very humbling. And if anything, it made me take the role of the host more seriously. I'm like, okay, I really need to do this because there's people listening and, and this is their, they're giving me 45 minutes to an hour of their time and they're worthy of the time. So I need to cater the best that I can do uh, for them. So I agree. the podcast is for them. They listen, they grab that information yeah. and coming from El Paso, your home yeah. city. And I know that you have interviewed so many people, so many leaders, so many health specialists. You know, when you started this show, some of the struggles that you had to get it off the ground? Yeah, well, first of all, thank you. Thank you for recognizing the work. And I'm sure you'll you'll do great with it. You'll, you'll soon see, but thank you. Um, all of them, I learned so much from them. I'm thinking about like equine therapy. When I was preparing myself for that episode, I had little knowledge of what equine therapy, I think it was just the time where we as a team went out there with Compadres Therapy to, to do it ourselves, to see what it was. And that's all the knowledge I had. So it was very enlightening to learn what, like the benefits and, and, and all of that. But one that I really, really stuck out to me and it just touched my heart. It was with Ryan Logan when we talked about resiliency, um, because you would see this word more often than, than another time, you know, because of the pandemic. So I was like questioning myself, what is resiliency and how does it apply to, you know, the El Paso and a community? Now we went through, you know, this tragic event and now add a pandemic to it. So I was thinking about how resilient our community is. And it's very, it's always very, it's always very touching to see how special El Paso is, is always very refreshing. Because as an El Pasoan and as a Juarense since ever, you, you can't forget it. You're like, oh, you know, I know this. I mean, I've been repeating this all my life that El Paso is unique and great. But, you know, when, when someone out from the community tells you, hey, you know, look at this and look all of the growth that you've gone through as a community, it really is a great refresher and it really brings that passion back into the work that you do. So I think I think that one, um, but honestly, all of them, I, I learned a lot about, you know, our therapy and, you know, whenever we had like our mental health specialist, you know, with emergence, with 
um, El Paso Child Guidance Center with everyone. It was very, very enlightening. I could imagine with all the, the organizations, you, you lived it, you experienced it, and you're here to share it with, with us, with all the listeners. Mariana, do you have any advice from experienced host to a new host myself <laughs> that you want to give me? Think of yourself as a listener. What are the things that you would like to hear? What are the topics that you would like to hear as a listener yourself? And bring that to the table. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. And have fun, of course. If you don't have fun, it, how, <laughs> yeah, how can exactly. you make something remarkable? And-, and and you'll do great, Oscar. I'm sure, I'm sure you'll do great. And I can't wait to see what you do with it. Um, it's really an honor to, to be the host of United and Resilient and the outreach coordinator because it's something so... Our community is very special and our community is still healing. So it's really an honor, you know, to, to have that role. And I'm sure you'll you'll do great things with it and you'll bring your own spoon to it. So I can't wait to see what you do with it and, and you'll always have my support. So now, Oscar, I have some questions for you. That way our audience can learn a little bit about your new podcast host. So first of all, I didn't give you the proper welcome. So welcome to United and Resilient. This is a beautiful space to be, uh, I promise you. Um, So you're the new host for United and Resilient. So explain your new role within the FRC and when did you start? I actually began in uh, May last year with uh, United Way of El Paso County. I was on the team on the Community Resiliency Center. Right. There and uh, of course it, it was a great team where we had um, provided assistance to um, the, the the county and the city um, people here that needed assistance with with rent with uh, with their bills uh, water bills gas bills and due to the pandemic that was happening so many lost their job and and of course that's when we came in and, and connected them to those resources to help um, make ends meet very re- rewarding job and that's when i heard the the great opportunity to be th- the next outreach coordinator um, for the family resiliency center i come from experience in communications with the city with the state and a bit of the, on the federal level but and i know i go this is my forte i put my my name in the hat and and i said okay I have the skills and I think I, I could help continue with the growth of the, of the podcast. Well, congratulations on the new role. I know I've said this off the record, but, you know, congratulations. Um, and for just to, to provide a little bit background, you know, the United Way, the FRC, the Family Resiliency Center, we are August 3rd response. And where you started with United Way, the CRC, the Community Resiliency Center, is in response to COVID-19, right? So that's how we have Oscar in the table. And like I said, welcome. So how do you feel being the new host of United Resilient? What are your feelings right now? How do you feel right now recording for the first time ever? (laughs) Besides the butterflies in my stomach, (laughs) I feel thrilled. Um, There's an amazing team. The support that it's given here from from the top level um, to everybody in the staff it's, it's amazing. It's a great medium. People can listen to it anytime, anywhere, choose any topic that they want on any device, on any city, any nation, and any country, yeah. even up um, all the way That's to the wild. other side of the world. <laughs> that, that gives me the, the courage and, and the effort to make that extra effort to give that information, not just here, but beyond. My last question would be, and it, it is a sentimental because I know it's the last question as with that. <laughs> what do you hope to achieve in season two? 
I want to keep the wheels turning. Of course, I want to also evolve with uh, the things that are happening out there in El Paso and in our country. Whatever topics are on people's heads, um, make, give them that insight, the answer to where they hear the podcast and they say, yes, thank you for the information. I'm going to make that small change or, or pass it on to a loved one yeah. and make that change for them. Also see the straightforward episodes to help and inspire uh, our city in every aspect of their lives from work and play to everything in between. Be there and, and say, hey, did you guys hear this? What Oscar said uh, with this podcast from the FRC, from the Family Resiliency Center, what they're talking about. This is what we were just talking about. Listen to this. Whether it's just one minute or a few seconds from the episode, but they got the information from there yeah. and they share it. Right. And I think when when you think of the FRC and the structure, and we talk a lot about this during the podcast in season one, um, we have non-traditional therapy. And the reason why we have so many is because we understand that people respond to things differently, right? Maybe they're not ready to send down with, you know, your traditional therapy, uh, you know, just yeah, but they're ready to go into art therapy. And, you know, the podcast serves a very similar way where they can listen to something and they're like, oh, wait, and, and it's in their minds and they can think about, okay, maybe maybe this is something that I can I can join. So this is something for me. So thank you for the kind words. And actually, I'm going to ask you one last question. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw you a curveball. What is the message of hope you would like to give to the community? It's a good question. Yeah. A message of hope for all the community members out there. Not to give up positive change if, if possible, whether it's from someone where you read it, where you heard about it, and make that change inside yourself for better hope, for a better um, outcome. And also, while you're making that change, it will be better for the family, for your friends, and for the community. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much. And well, with that, I just want to say thank you to our listeners. Thank you to our loyal listeners that, you know, allowed me into their homes, into their workspaces, their workout routines, their commutes. Thank you for sharing that time and space with me. I'm very, very honored and very humbled that I was able to have this role. Um, and this is not a goodbye. But I'll see you again soon. And you too, Oscar, like whenever you need any help, advice, I'm here. I'm not, I'm not far away. I'm still under the United Way. Um, so I'll, I'll, be, I'll be close. But um, thank you so much for the opportunity, like I said in the beginning, um, for, for allowing me to say the proper goodbye and the proper thank you to, to everyone out there listening. I'm sure you're touching everybody's hearts right now. And I got to say, you paved a golden road, and I will make sure to keep it shiny. So on behalf of the Family Resiliency Center, we wish you the best of luck on your new career. We know you will continue to shine as you did when you were here in the FRC family. It really warms my heart, Oscar. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And thank you, everyone out there again. Um, my heart will, you guys will always be in my heart. Thank you. Thank you.